Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to another episode of the Peak and Flow podcast. Uh, today, uh, well, it's my first one of the year. I think one came out last week, potentially, uh, which I recorded last year. Um, and uh, I think this is the first one of the year, which also means, I guess, I've, I've shared some news. Uh, my lovely wife and I are expecting a new little addition that doesn't have four legs, hopefully, um, at the middle of the year, which is great, which also means that for the first time in my life, the next six months are going to look exceptionally different. So, cool. Good news. Uh, exciting news. And at the same time, who knows what to expect. It's a really good opportunity for me to literally practice everything that I preach and meet the moment as it comes. Mm, interesting. So, all that aside, Happy New Year, whatever that means for you. This is a really interesting time for a lot of people to set new goals, uh, new resolutions. Do they not set goals? Do they set anti-goals? Do they do to-do lists, to-don't lists, all these types of things? And it is something that I will talk about, not today. Uh, I want to continue on from my last podcast, which Brad uh, asked a question around unbecoming. I want to talk a little bit about that and, and what to expect with following that process if that's what you're doing this year. And keeping in mind my Meet the Moment program that I am running, I'm going to open up two more spots. It starts in about a week, give or take, depending when you listen to this, um, but towards the end of January. And uh, it's a six-month immersive. If you want to have small group support, working in a cohort, being able to look at the mental, physical, and beyond side of, of you, um, then reach out. More than happy to have a chat and see if it's a good fit for where you're at um, to go from, well, where you're at right now to really where you want to be. So let's talk to unbecoming who you're not, but but the expectations of doing so. Now, there's a really interesting thing where as people start to learn about themselves, they mistake in their personality as themselves. I, I, I listened to... Um, the David Goggins and Andrew Huberman podcast, which was exceptionally insightful for many reasons. And one of those for me is that objectivity is not something that I leaned into exceptionally well um, or was a driver for me in my development. A lot of subjectivity was, and that's where meaning, semantics, communication, relationships, all those things kind of piece together. Whereas the objectivity side of things, the data, the metrics, the, the systems, the procedures was not a strength of mine. It's something that I really had to develop and work on and something that I still have to focus on today. And listening to Andrew Huberman and Goggins, exceptionally objective. Even to the point, if you can listen to that podcast, you may hear how often Goggins says you when he's referring to I, which is fundamentally pointing to objective. It happens to you over there, objectively. It's a it's an interesting construct of how often he actually is referencing himself and saying you. It's almost like he's talking directly um, with passion at Huberman. Super interesting. It's a great podcast. I really enjoyed it. Um, but in, in hearing what he was sharing and how he worked through what he's worked through, which is exceptional frame of mind, and especially from where he was to where he is 25 years apart from a 24-year-old um, to a 49-year-old, is quite phenomenal. Yet what I hear so much there is is him really meeting himself, but really meeting his structures and his personality and, and 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 identifying as that. Now I'm not in his head and he tells everyone in that even remotely attempts to judge him that they're pieces of shit and don't know nothing about anything. So it's not that that I'm getting at. I'm simply using it as a reference of language and referencing, uh, especially for those people that are attempting to understand themselves 
outside of the persona, outside of the personality. Because the personality is what gets in the way of us. It's not actually us. And it's a really important thing because as we start to see that and we start to actually meet ourselves, we start to see the structures that may have been driving us. Now, Robert Keegan, who has subject-object theory and thinking quotient, he has this model there where it speaks to what is subject at one stage of development becomes objective at the next. And the beauty of that is that what is driving my way of thinking and seeing the world, my worldview, as I become aware of those structures, and when I say structures, I might mean beliefs. Another word for belief is frames. Another word for frames can be values. Those structures that run my worldview, they become online for me. I become aware of them. I become object to them. Now I start to choose whether I'm doing that or not. It's like you're wearing glasses, right? The subjective way of seeing the world, it's just the way I am. And then you're not getting the result that you want. So you go, hang on a sec. The person points at, well, where else are you doing that? And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm doing that in all these other areas of life. That's really interesting. I didn't know that was driving so much of my way of being that I, I was habitually uh, habitually showing up thinking that I was choosing this or it was just happening to me, but I can choose differently. And so the interesting thing here is as we start to catch this these awareness of structures that are driving our way of thinking, therefore our way of emoting, therefore our way of describing the world to ourselves and how we then reaction our behavior and our response to it, we start to separate from the old us to a freer, more present, current version of us. And in doing so, sometimes we start to see how we've shown up in the past and how we've treated people in the past or how we've treated ourselves in the past. And we might start to see a complete evaporation of our worldview and it can make us sick. It can be like, oh my fuck. I've chosen this because there's this person as my partner because they're similar to my mom. Oh my lord! Or I've kept this person as a friend because I actually have been using them to fill a need in me that I that and and codependency that I wasn't aware of that I now feel sick that I've been doing that because I've been in enabling them, but their their need for help has been enabling my my condition that I I need to help them. And so the only antidote to this awareness is more awareness. As we become conscious or aware of particular patterns that have been running us, we can start to feel ill or sick or our world starts to fall apart a little bit. It's not. Your world is fine. It's not going anywhere. But as that comes online for you, the only antidote is more awareness. And so our ability to walk down the path and that's a brave path it's it's the ability to dig deep and and start to really see yourself maybe for the first time no matter what age you're at no matter what age no matter what stage it is a sign of growth and development and saying that i highly encourage you to continue to walk down and get the support you need in whatever whatever frameworks that looks like for you and and really start to pay attention if you're going to ask yourself one question this year it is what am i missing what am i missing where am I Where am I true and where am I incomplete? And our ability to start looking at the areas that maybe we haven't valued and haven't been drivers for us and starting to actually become online for us that we have drivers that, that really shift reality and it creates our own mental reality. 
as we start to break down those walls of ourselves, everything around you changes. But it'll adapt. The world always adapts. It's fine. You, the f- relationships will change. You can't change and expect all the relationships to stay the same. That's You can't have your cake and eat it too, is the analogy. Now, what that means is that as you change, the world re- will react. Now, if you've got a problem with that, the problem isn't in the outside world. It's on the inside world. So how are you, what do you need to do and how do you need to change on the inside to make yourself okay with that? And so this is the work. This is the layers. This is, there's no finish line. You don't arrive and go, I understand myself. It is a continual unfolding and, and awareness that comes online. And in doing so, every layer that you peel back allows you to be more present. Now, there's certain factors that feed into that. And these are different stressful factors um, that where the more stressed we are, the greater we're going to align with the behaviors of our past. Whereas the more secure we are, the greater that we're going to be able to see a greater perspective and at the same time be able to respond to the world in a more present moment. So this ability to continue to walk down the path and what's so crucial with that is making sure that you've found frameworks that allow you to see that, right? To see both mind, the frameworks to see mind, the frameworks to see body, even the frameworks for spirit and soul, which are different, right? And also the frameworks for breath, which exists across all those things, which is funnily enough. But these frameworks that allow you to understand yourself as a whole and parts greater um, is so crucial. And there's no right or wrong way to do that, yet it is a continual commitment to self. And in doing so, there's a continual commitment to other um, to walk down that path and, and to as Goggin said it in his podcast, to to open up the cupboards and in the dungeon and clean them and look in them every single day to really meet yourself. Um, and the ability to do that, you realize that you've maybe been carrying what was once lessons as curses. They're just lessons. And when you're ready, you can put them down and things become a lot lighter at your pace though there's no timeline you're not meant to be anywhere you're here you've got a choice what to, what you do now and on that note team i'm done thank you very much for tuning in if you have any questions please reach out if you uh would like to get a copy of my book you can get one pretty much anywhere online you should be able to just google mining yourself you can get one from my website at pickandflow.com.au otherwise if you want to find out more about our trainings meet the moment programs you can do that in the show notes but that's me done i'm out until next time peace and pizza I'll see you soon.